0: This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 179. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 179. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day. Because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. Another happy Monday. I'm so excited to be here today. When this goes live, I'll actually be in London. So I'm recording it a few days before today's Wednesday that I'm recording. And I'm going to London. So I'm going to reconnect with some people that I was in the Philippines with in March. It's going to be many of the same people from that group who are attending an event called Youpreneur Summit. So it's a summit for online entrepreneurs. And there'll be a lot of podcaster kinds of people there and other people who do cool things online. It's going to be run by Chris Ducker, who's the same guy who ran the event in the Philippines. And I'm very excited to just reconnect with him, reconnect with some of my friends. I'll tell you, my friend Melissa, Melissa De Silva, who's actually been on the podcast, she's someone I met. She's the first person I met, actually, when I was in the Philippines. I got to the place we were staying where the event was being held that day, a very hot day and i immediately like super super jet-lagged i've been traveling for 23 hours straight to get from seattle to my hotel in the philippines in cebu philippines and after i dropped myself up in my room i went down to the beach because i needed to stay awake even though i was super jet-lagged so i wanted to try to get myself on the same time in the same time zone there so i go down to the beach and i meet melissa we became fast friends we hung out together that whole entire conference we reconnected so melissa at that conference decided to launch a podcast So, we reconnected this summer in Anaheim at Podcast Movement. And so, we had decided prior to Podcast Movement that we both were going to go to London for this event. And so, then we decided we should be roomies in London. So, we're very excited to be doing the London thing together. So, that'll be really fun. I'm just looking forward to that. But I will also say, I'm a little nervous. Like, traveling that far definitely makes me nervous. I had a client years ago who talked about she had to travel a lot for work. She's a professor and she did a lot of research and speaking nationally and so she was frequently on planes and she said after she had kids she found herself getting really nervous at airports and she would like call her life insurance company literally like as she was getting on a plane to be like i need you to increase my life insurance because she would have these freak out moments of like what happens if something goes wrong on this flight or like you know all the things that can go sideways and she would have these moments of panic And I totally get that. And so I definitely do get that way a little bit. And especially doing such a long flight and going to London, I'm a little nervous. There's been some pretty recent, frequent, significant terrorist activity over there. And so that makes me really nervous. So I will tell you, it's an in and out trip, like I'm going over just for the length of the conference I'm leaving the morning after it's done. I'm not really up for like spending a lot of extra time there. And I think a lot of that is like, it's just my mommy nerves. So that's that. But I know it'll be a great trip. And I'm looking forward to being able to share more of that with you when I get back. So that's where I'll be when this actually goes live. I will tell you, I've been so excited to record this episode because this has been something that's been on my mind for the past like two weeks or so. And it's been funny because this episode was prompted by first a conversation that I heard on another podcast that I'll explain in a minute, and then something that I experienced in person last week, and I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) the universe is telling me I need to be talking about this. So without further ado, I think we should just dive in. I will tell you, I'm super excited about today's episode because this is something that has like multiple areas of my life have collided on this topic recently. And I'll explain more about that in just a minute. So I'm very excited to dive into today's content. Before we do that, I just wanted to touch base on one thing. I have had the coolest new inquiries into coaching and new clients come into my world. And I just wanted to share with you a minute what that look for a minute, what that looks like. So I do one-on-one coaching and I coach people for a lot of different reasons, and it's people who I connect with through the podcast, so it's people like you. And to date, it's been women and now men who are coming to me for different things, and it might be someone who wants some business advice because they're looking to become more entrepreneurial. It might be someone who's looking to get into fitness as a career, and that's new and exciting, and they know that I've been in fitness for the last 14 years. I'm a gym owner. They want to know how I've done that, how I built a business around it, and so they want to learn from that. There's been people I've been working with who have launched their own podcast. You heard me interview Maria Alcoque recently, and she's one of my coaching clients who just recently launched her own podcast. I'm currently bringing a new podcaster on board as a coaching client, someone who's been podcasting for a number of years now and is looking for some guidance and inspiration on how to grow a podcast following and how to do more things with their podcast. So I've also been working with people who are at this crossroads in their life. I spent the last few months working with a woman who her kids are out of the house and she's like, hmm, the house is kind of quiet and I've spent a lot of years taking care of other people and I don't even know how to take care of myself and I don't really feel like fully taking care of my husband as much as I have up to this point. Like I want that to, that dynamic to shift a little bit and I'm not sure if I love my job anymore that I've been in for like 30 years. So there's just all these things that change as you go through transition times with kids, it makes you reflect on your own life. So I've been working with her through that. I've worked with people who are like, I just need to take better care of myself And I want to be more invested in my own self-care and have some accountability around that. So I've worked with women in that scenario as well. So there's all these really cool people who I've been working with in one-on-one coaching. And I just wanted to put that out there. I get emails sometimes where people are like, I think I might want to do one-on-one coaching, but I don't even know what we'll talk about. So those are a few of the things I've been working with people on. So sometimes it's professional, sometimes it's personal, sometimes those worlds tend to collide in one way or another. So oftentimes someone will come to me with a professional thing and we end up talking about personal stuff, or they come to me with something personal and it ends up getting professional because as you change things in your personal life, you start to re-examine things in your professional life. And this happens all the time. I laugh when I tell people at the gym, because people like don't believe me when I'm like, actually, when you start doing push-ups on your toes at the gym, like you might realize that you are way more of a badass than you thought. And you might like end up going for a huge promotion at work. Like there is a serious correlation between realizing you're strong and powerful in one area of your life, and then being like, oh, wait a minute, I need to go check out these other areas of my life and see where have I been settling, because I'm kind of done with the settling thing. So that's really, really fun, really exciting. And I love talking with people through transition, through transformation, and then helping people be accountable. So if you've been interested in reaching out to me about coaching, that's a little bit of information on it. I don't have space for a ton of coaching clients, I take like one or two new people per month, maybe depending on what my schedule looks like. But if you want more information, you can email me at info at And I'd be happy to talk to you more about how that works. So okay, let's dive in today's information or today's topic. So excited about this, because let me start with where the inspiration started. I was listening to a podcast called juicy scoop with Heather McDonald a few weeks ago, probably two weeks ago. So Heather McDonald is a female comedian, podcaster, and she's hilarious. She does a lot of her podcast content is around like celebrity gossip and Real Housewives. So it is like totally my indulgent, like I don't want to learn anything kind of podcast. But I'm always interested in how other people do interviews, how other people approach different topics. And so I'm kind of fascinated by her. I met her at Podcast Movement over the summer. I got to meet Heather McDonald, totally fangirled out on her. Like I was a little bit hysterical. It was probably... Probably should have been maybe embarrassed, but I wasn't even like, and it happened multiple times because then after I met her once, our paths kept crossing and I was like, oh my God, she's going to totally think I'm stalking her. But since I embrace my stalking and embrace my stalking skills, I was like, whatever. I mean, maybe she's stalking me, right? Maybe that's why we keep on crossing paths. So anyways, Juicy Scoop is a super fun, 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 fun podcast. If you're looking for something kind of fun and mostly mindless and you just want to laugh. And so Heather McDonald interviewed another female comedian a couple weeks ago. Her name was Eliza Schlesinger. And I loved the interview. They were super funny. And I actually learned a lot from just hearing them talk between each other amongst themselves and talk about their history as stand-up comedians in this like, pretty male-dominant community and how they've managed that. So Eliza Schlesinger was on the show to talk about her new book. But one of the things she talked about that I believe was a topic in her book as well is her frustration at the portrayal of women in Hollywood and the roles that women take on in movies. And she was talking about how women always take on these roles, like they're scripted in these ways that are kind of gross and obnoxious. Meaning that there's always like the central female character is always, uh, not always, there's obviously exceptions, but frequently, especially in like romantic comedies and more women in comedy kinds of movies, the female characters are often like, they're just so crazy and klutzy and like falling all over themselves and spilling coffee everywhere they go. And she used the example of J-Lo in The Wedding Planner, and I specifically remember this scene. It's like J-Lo walking down the street and she's holding like some sort of like planner calendar book in one arm and like a cup of coffee or something in the other. And she's walking down the street and her heel gets caught in part of the cement on the street and her like ankle buckles and she falls over and like the coffee splashes and whatever. And Eliza's whole thing was like, this is how women are portrayed in funny roles in Hollywood, that it's always like they're just kind of a hot mess and that's supposed to be super funny. She's like, I'm kind of over it. That's not how women are, unless you really embrace that. And so she was talking about this, and she's talking like, she's like, I don't really fall down a lot. But yet there's this portrayal in Hollywood that like women are just always like, oh, so we're just so klutzy. Ha ha ha. And So I was listening to this, and I was like, gosh, she's so right. This is totally true. This is totally how women are portrayed. And I also see that in women in general, where we embrace that characteristic about ourselves. So I will say this in fitness when I'm in boot camp with people and women are always like, oh, just, I'm really not coordinated. Like I definitely have two left feet. And I say this about myself. Like I remember having a woman, a colleague of mine asked me if I could sub step aerobics for her years ago. I started working at this gym and I was teaching spin classes at the gym. And she's like, Oh, I'm so glad we have a new trainer. I would love it if you could sub my step aerobics classes for me. And I was like, Oh no, 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 no. I was like, I don't do choreography, which is like true like dancing is not my talent, for sure. Choreography, not my talent. But so we do fall into these things where we minimize ourselves. And so we're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm way too klutzy, and I fall down to all the time and blah, blah. And when we do that, we're minimizing ourselves and we're minimizing our power.
1: Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired.
0: The mission of Tilt
1: is to change the way neurodivergence
2: young people. I am not afraid of getting real about the intersection of conscious parenting and the teen years, while also bringing in vulnerability, humor, and lightness. I'm walking the path with you and honored to serve. Listen to Joyful Courage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever
0: you consume podcasts. When we are constantly embracing that we're just this kind of goofy, klutzy person that's always spilling coffee all over ourselves, right? Right. So think about the women who are in your life who are the strongest women that you know, and the most powerful women that you know. Like, are they always laughing about how they're just kind of a hot mess? Because probably not. They probably don't embrace that side of themselves at all. They might legitimately be a hot mess sometimes. There's probably mornings when they are pouring coffee on themselves because that just happens. It happens to men too. But they're not embracing that part of themselves. They're embracing being like a strong woman, a powerful woman, an independent woman. They're not embracing like, oh my gosh, I'm just such a klutz and I just fall down all the time. And so I thought this was just fascinating. So that was the first piece of what inspired this episode. The second piece came when I went to an event. So before I get into that, and this was an event I went to last Friday morning, and I think I maybe even talked about it. So I talked about maybe on the last episode that I was going to be going to it. So super great event, but this one thing came up that was so fascinating to me. So before we dive into that, I do want to just give a quick shout out to our sponsor this week, Canvas People. I'm obsessed with Canvas People. I hope anyone who thinks they might be getting a Christmas gift for me, like if you are in my family, plug your ears right now. Everyone else, listen. Okay, so my family's like all getting Canvas People gifts for Christmas. So Canvas People is a new sponsor of the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm super excited to be partnering with them. So it's canvaspeople.com is the website. And they have this super easy to use photo to Canvas service where you take your favorite photos and memories, and you turn them into beautiful artwork to gift to people or to gift to yourself. So instead of snapping a beautiful photo and letting it sit in your phone forever and ever and ever, you bring that photo to life by putting it on a canvas and gifting it to someone or gifting it to yourself. So I have gotten a couple canvases now from canvas people. I love them. I got actually, I've had two of them from pictures from Paris. So I'll be putting those up on Instagram shortly. I'll try to get them up by the time this episode goes live. But I also, I'm totally giving this to people for Christmas. So here's the deal. Here's how they wanted to partner with me. Canvas People wants to give all Shameless Mom listeners a free first canvas. It's a $69 value for their 11 by 14 canvases. So if you go to canvaspeople.com and enter the code shameless at checkout, you will get your 11 by 14 canvas worth $69 for free. All you have to do is pay a few dollars for shipping. So, definitely pop on over there. It's super easy. Like literally you go to the website, go to canvaspeople.com, you upload a picture really quickly from your phone, from your computer, you can center it however you want on the canvas, you click the size you want and you check out. Make sure you use the code shameless before you do your checkout and then you get your canvas for free and you just pay for the cost of delivery. The great piece of that is that like once I got one, I was like, oh, this is amazing. So then the next time I got an email from them it was like, oh, we're having a sale today. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get more. So you definitely want to get on their email list because then after you get your free one, you also get more deals from them. So super great service. My canvas have come really fast, like within a week, I think both times. So go over to canvaspeople.com, use the code shameless at checkout and get your first free canvas quickly so that you can check it out and make sure you order them all for the holidays for gifting people. Okay. Now let's talk about The next thing that happened. The next time I saw women minimizing themselves in a big way, right after listening to this episode with Heather McDonald and Eliza Schlesinger. So I go to this meeting on Friday morning. It's a room full of women entrepreneurs, super cool, powerful, amazing women. Like I was blown away by these women. I was so excited. This is an event. It's a monthly networking event that I'd been putting off going to because it's at seven in the morning. And I'll be totally honest, that conflicts with my workout time. So that's why I put it off for like six months because I didn't want to miss a workout because that is what a creature of routine I am. But finally, one of my girlfriends, Jen, shout out to Jen Briggs, who's been on the show. Jen was like, I really think you'd like this. I really think you should come. I'm going to be there. So I finally went and it was so, so great. But here's what happened. When everyone sat down and the meeting gets started and the woman running the meeting, who I loved, by the way, super cool woman, she starts asking people for like different points of connection. So she's like, raise your hand if it's your first meeting here today, or raise your hand if you've come before, or, raise your hand if you, I don't even remember all the questions. It was like, raise your hand if you have a business, raise your hand if you work for someone, and raise your hand if you have a cat, like all sorts of random questions. So then she was like, Raise your hand if most of the time you just don't even know what you're doing with your business and all these people start like laughing hysterically and like raising their hands. And then raise your hand if you wake up most mornings and you're like who am I to even think I can be successful and everyone laughs again and like raises their hand. So I'm watching this happening and I'm like this is so interesting because there's definitely been times when I've woken up in the morning and been like hmm this is going to be scary and intimidating today like I'm pushing my boundaries and my comfort zone for sure. But I really try to embrace like knowing what I know, feeling powerful in my skin, being confident in my business. And when I intentionally embrace that, then I find that I can move forward with ease and move forward with power. And that's really amazing. So I actually, I don't embrace like waking up and feeling like I don't even know what I'm doing today. I'll just figure it out and fake it till I make it. There's been times when I've had that for momentary, when I've had that, I mean, not even momentary times when I've had that. There's been periods of time when I've had that. But here's the thing. If you embrace yourself as someone who's always like, I'm just flying by the seat of my pants. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just gonna fake it till I make it. I'm just gonna make it up as I go. Like, it's okay to do that here and there. You will continue to be the person who's faking it till you make it and who's making it up as you go. You continue to be the person who you identify as, right? So if you are the person who identifies as the klutz, who's always falling down, who's always spilling coffee, who never has her her stuff together, who like can't keep your head on straight, that's who you're going to be. If you're identifying yourself as someone who's like strong and organized and knows what you're doing and is prepared to take the next right step and is ready to embrace challenge and ready to embrace change and ready to take ownership and take responsibility for building an amazing life, that's the person you're going to be, right? So we talked about this in an episode. A while back and I talked about where the way we talk about being so busy and I said, you know, you need to take responsibility. Like if you're always like, oh, everything's just so crazy and I'm just so busy. That's because you made it that way. And so like take off your darn busy badge because you aren't really that special and that like it doesn't make you a better person because you have more things on your calendar You're responsible for how you frame your life. And so if you choose to wear that busy badge, if you choose to always feel overwhelmed by your life, you will always be busy. You will always be overwhelmed and you'll continue to live in that world. I've chosen to take off my busy badge. So that doesn't mean I don't have weeks where I feel like I have more on my plate than I can handle. It just means that when I put a lot on my plate, I'm like, oh, okay. so I put these things here in this place. So that means I'm going to have to kind of push to get through this week. And that also means that I'm going to be conscientious that like next week I need at least like one day that's like super chill or I'm going to need a little bit of recovery. I'm going to schedule less things next week. So I'm taking radical responsibility for the identity that I want to have. I'm not going to wear around my busy badge. I'm not going to be a hot mess carrying coffee around and spilling it on myself all the time. I'm not going to be someone who's constantly like, oh, just so klutzy and two left feet. That's just not how I'm going to choose to show up in life. So when I'm in a meeting and someone asks a whole crowd of women, raise your hand if most mornings you wake up and you don't even know what your next step is. And you don't even feel like you have the right to be doing what you're doing in business. I'm not going to laugh with everyone and raise my hand because that's not the identity I want to embrace. I actually want to embrace the identity that like I do know what I'm doing and I've worked really hard to get to where I am and I deserve to move in that space confidently. Even if I have questions sometimes, even if things don't always go as as I plan, even if there's things I have to figure out along the way, I deserve to move through that space with confidence and with grace, and I don't have to fumble over myself, and I don't have to look silly, and I don't have to look stupid. I can take it really seriously and own what I don't know, but also take responsibility for learning as I need to putting on my big girl pants and doing what I need to do to get things done and always understanding and always feeling confident in the fact that I will get done what I need to get done because I'm a smart person and I know how to figure things out and I'm resourceful. And that's a very different identity than what I saw women embracing in that room when that question was asked. Now, I know the question was asked like totally with a good heart and with good intentions and as a way of helping us all connect with each other. But let's be conscientious of how we are connecting and over what identities are we connecting. Like, I want to connect with people and connect in a way that's like, raise your hand. If you want to feel like a badass today, like that's how I want to connect. I don't want to connect with like, raise your hand. If you just feel like a hot mess all the time, because we don't need to promote that all the more like that happens without a lot of effort, right? So we don't want to just draw more attention to the thing that we're not trying to cultivate. So let's draw attention to the things that we are trying to cultivate. Also, I feel like the dangers of these behaviors and these kinds of attitudes, so when you embrace being a hot mess all the time, when you're constantly self-identifying as being a hot mess or being klutzy or being ungraceful or just, like, oh, I just fall over all the time and a I- constantly pouring coffee on myself. Or like one of my things is that I like always have smudges of dark chocolate on me. So it happens because I lay on the couch at night and I eat like one or two squares of dark chocolate. Like it is not that big of an amount, but somehow there's like always dark chocolate on my neck when I go to brush my teeth. I'm like, how does that even get there? So I laugh about this, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, I just always have food crusted all over me. Because again, like that's not how I'm showing up in the world, or it's not how I want to be showing up in the world. It maybe actually is how I'm showing up at times, but it's not how I want to be conscientiously moving through the world, right? Like I want to think that I am moving through the world in a much more collected manner than having smudges of chocolate on my face all the time and smudges of chocolate on my neck, however they happen to get there. So the dangers of these behaviors is that if you're identifying in these ways, then you are going to be less likely to go after what you really want. Because if you identify as a hot mess, you're going to be like, well, why would I go after that big thing? Someone else who's not a hot mess actually is the person who's qualified to get that thing, right? That's how you're going to be thinking. If you're identifying as someone who is like ungraceful or doesn't quite have all your act together, you're going to settle for less than what you really want because you're going to think that that's all you can do. So you really have to identify as someone who can do big, scary things if you want to do big, scary things. I used to never do big, scary things. I only do big, scary things now because I identify as someone who does big, scary things. So there was many, many years of my life where I did things that were very comfortable and did a really good job of making sure I only let comfortable things into my world because I grew up only wanting to do things I was good at. And that is like the perfect happy place for a perfectionist. So like I only wanted to do math in school because I thought I sucked at reading and writing. Interesting that now most of what I do for work is reading and writing. I don't really do any math. I do some spreadsheets here and there for the gym, but it's like Excel spreadsheets where they do all the formulas for me. So it's not like true math.
2: Feel like you're the martyr in your family. You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Bree. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms.
1: Yeah, we sure do.
2: And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed
1: and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no-guilt mom.
2: We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model. So that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids.
1: You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized, and guilt-free.
2: Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and
1: from us. We also have a whole lot of fun, so check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.
0: So I had to learn how to self-identify as a writer so that I could actually be a writer. If I had just been like, oh, well, I'm just really not good with all those words. like This whole language thing is kind of tripping me up. Like it's never been my strong suit. I would never be doing what I'm doing today. So it's really important that you embrace and self-identify in the ways that you want so that you aren't settling for a life that you don't want. I want you to also consider that when you're embracing weaker identities than what you really truly deserve to embrace, you are modeling poor self-esteem to your kids. So if you saw your child constantly tripping over themselves and just being like, oh, I'm just such a klutz. I can't do anything right. like Would you not pull them aside and give them a bit of a pep talk to be like, that's not true. You can do so many things right. You are so strong. And these are all the things that I see you do every single day that show me that you are capable and powerful, right? You would tell them that. You wouldn't be like, you're right, you are kind of klutzy. And this is my klutzy kid over here, She's always falling all over herself, tripping down the street, can't even stay up on the curb. Like you would never promote that in your child's identity, right? But this is how you embrace your own identity. But, like don't model your own poor self-esteem to your kids because that's only gonna put them in a situation to replicate the same thing. So if you want to show your kids how to be super confident, you need to exude confidence in all situations. Even when you're falling off the curb with your coffee in your hand because your heel got stuck on the crack of the sidewalk, because apparently that happens a lot to us ladies. Also, think about the messages that you're sending to your kids when you embrace these attitudes. If you're constantly talking about, like, I'm just such a hot mess and I don't have my act together and I'm just always so busy and life is so crazy and it's moving at the speed of light and I don't even know how to keep up with it, you are showing your children that women are out of control, that women are constantly frantic, that women are maybe. Kind of goofy and klutzy, maybe weak in some ways, maybe inadequate and unqualified, possibly more silly than serious in their missions in life, possibly more scattered than intentionally successful, maybe more aloof than aligned in what they stand for. So there's a lot of power to what you convey to your kids in how you choose to identify. So I want you to be really aware of how you are identifying moving forward. So instead of identifying as a hot mess, instead of identifying as this person that's always just falling over yourself because life is so crazy and out of control and you just don't know how to manage it all, rather than that, identify as a grown-ass woman who has her act together, who exudes confidence in all situations even if sometimes you are making it up as you go, even if sometimes you are faking it a little bit until you make it. You are exuding confidence and exuding power because that is how you will build confidence and establish power in every situation. Act like you have your act together and own that you have your act together because if you are owning that, then you will actually build your life in that way. Now that I've taken off my busy badge, I don't book my calendar in a way that allows me to feel super out of control and super overwhelmed. I have a lot more boundaries in place because I really own that I am not gonna be the person. When someone says to me, how are you? I'm not gonna be like, oh my God, everything's just so busy and so crazy. I'm just not gonna say that. I refuse to say that. I refuse to embrace that as my identity. Also, instead of everything being crazy and chaotic and identifying as a hot mess, living in chaos, you could instead be happy and honest about actually being happy. So sometimes, and I actually had this conversation at the same meeting last Friday, I was talking with a friend afterwards. And she's like, you're just really glowing right now. Like, it seems like you just have like things are going really well. And I was like, yeah, they are things are going really well. Now, I don't know that I've ever said that in all seriousness. I think in the past, I've always been more dismissive and like, Oh, my gosh, no, it's all totally, it's just a big, you know, facade in the background, really, like things are spinning out of control. I could certainly say that because there's a lot going on right now. But the things that I have going on right now that could feel overwhelming or chaotic or stressful are all things that I chose to take on, things that I'm excited about, things that I'm passionate about. Now, that's not to say when the refrigerator broke at our rental house a few days ago, like that it didn't throw a bit of a wrench in my day, that it didn't add a little bit of extra stress and chaos. But that's not what I'm focusing on for this week. I'm actually focusing on other things that are way more important to my ability to feel powerful and confident and successful. So instead of focusing on the annoyance of the fridge situation that actually took up a decent amount of my day on Monday. I've chosen instead that I'm focusing on like my fourth quarter projections and I'm focusing on the work that I'm doing with some new coaching clients that I'm super, super excited about. I'm focusing on things that are going to be happening with the podcast in the upcoming weeks and months that I'm really looking forward to. Like, by the way, I just booked Gretchen Rubin for an interview. Thank you. You're welcome. I cannot wait. And the interviews on my birthday. So on November 21st, on my 42nd birthday, I'm interviewing Gretchen Rubin for the show. It'll release a few weeks after that, but I'm super excited about that. So like, I'm not going to identify as like, oh, these, everything's so crazy and chaotic and I had to get this new refrigerator situation figured out. Instead, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many cool things coming up. I'm going to London on Thursday. I have the Gretchen Rubin interview coming up. My birthday's coming up. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Those are the things that I'm focusing on. So when someone comes up to me and she's like, you're just glowing, it looks like things are going really well. I was like, yeah, they are. It's really cool. And I said, like, I have my rough moments here or there, but I said, overall, like things are going really well. It's like really great to have that feeling. It's okay to say that we don't have to always say like, I feel like we sometimes feel like we're not allowed to say that we're happy. That instead, because we don't want to make other people feel bad if they're not happy, instead, we're just like, well, I mean, I'm putting up a good front, but I'm actually not really happy. It's okay to be happy. Now, that said, like, if when someone asks you how you are and you say fine mindlessly, you don't have to say fine if you're not fine. It's totally okay to not be happy as well. It's okay to be honest either way. But if you're happy, if things are going well, it's totally fine to embrace that. You can own that. And what happens when you own that and you embrace that is that happy things will keep happening to you because you have chosen positivity. You have chosen to look in this positive direction. You have chosen to embrace the things that allow you to move forward in a positive way rather than getting stuck on the glitches, getting stuck on the stupid broken refrigerator at the rental house, right? So I want you to consider how you can stop minimizing yourself And stop embracing your identities wrapped around everything being so crazy and busy and being a hot mess and being, I'm just such a klutz and I just fall down all the time because that's what women do. No, that is not what women do. Women, more than any other gender, (laughs) have their stuff together. I'm like totally trying to not swear right now. We have our stuff together in so many ways that we don't identify. Because most of us take on so many roles after motherhood, that the only way that we could do all these roles is basically by being a superhero. So even when you think that you are like such a hot mess and everything is falling apart, it's only because you perform so many roles in any given day, in any given hour. You have so many compartments in your brain to manage so much information and material that I think far exceeds what men hold in their brains, and and far more categories and and lists. And so that only speaks to your skill set that only speaks to your ability to self manage, and your ability to manage others and your ability to run organizations, even if the only organization you run is your family organization, that's a major organization. So really think about all the ways that you are the CEO of your life and the CEO of your family and start embracing the power of that rather than minimizing that I, oh, I just do this little thing here and I just do that and really like I'm just kind of a mess and I don't really, whatever, none of it matters. Really think about how you're showing up because how you show up in those ways and how you identify and how you show up is going to make a big difference in the steps that you take every damn day as you are trying to live bigger, bolder, braver. All right. So if this episode was helpful, please share it out. I'm loving getting your pictures and your screenshots from sharing episodes. So you can share this episode by taking a screenshot of the episode and then posting it to social media, uh, Facebook or Instagram at the Shameless Mom Academy. A few of you have been sending me Insta stories with your pictures, with your screenshots. So you're posting Insta stories with the Shameless Mom Academy and then sending me the screenshots, which I love. And I'm trying to make sure I get them all on the day that you send them because otherwise if I don't see them within 24 hours, I can't see them to respond. Which is a huge bummer. So, I'm like trying to be very careful about checking my Instagram messages very regularly (laughs) so I can see your pictures. But thank you, thank you. I really appreciate you spreading the shameless love. So, again, you can share this episode out by just taking a screenshot of the episode and then posting it to social media and tagging it at the Shameless Mom Academy. And if you do that, I will definitely, definitely comment back as soon as I see it because I get super excited. Also, You can find show notes for this episode and information from this episode and links, including the interview with Heather McDonald and Eliza Schlesinger. If you go to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 179. So that will all be over there. Again, if you're interested in coaching with me, I do have probably room to take on like one or two more people before the end of the year. I'll have more room probably after the new year, but before the end of the year with timing constraints, I probably have room for one or two more people. So if you're interested at all in that, just shoot me an email at at info@shamelessmom.com and we can have a quick conversation conversation for me to determine if it would be a good fit like it's super low pressure I only want people who I think would be super awesome to work with who would be super excited about working with me totally not into high pressure anything so but I'm super happy to have any conversations around that with you all right if this is your first time listening to the show, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and you could subscribe to the show by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. And that will take you into Apple podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and subscribe to the show. So you get all new episodes as soon as they're released. You can also leave a review while you're there. So thank you for everyone who's been leaving reviews. I've gotten some really awesome new reviews. I'm excited to share. I'll be doing that probably next week. I'll do a little review rundown because I've gotten some good ones recently and I'm excited to show them out. So please do write reviews over at shamelessmom.com forward slash review, because that is how I know what you're loving. And that is also how I am able to get feedback from you and keep my show ratings high so that the show gets as much exposure as possible because my show is ranked in Apple podcasts based on reviews and downloads. So I appreciate you being supportive and helping me with that. Lastly, huge shout out and thank you to today's sponsor, Canvas People. Go ahead and get your free Canvas by going to canvaspeople.com and using the code SHAMELESS at checkout. And until next time, a few days from now, when we have a fantastic interview, please do. And actually, my interview on Wednesday is amazing with Katie Anthony. So excited about it. So make sure you check that out. I'm very, very proud to have gotten her on the show. Because she is like, I mean, talk about owning her badassery. This lady, wow, like you're going to be blown away. So that's a really great conversation that'll be on Wednesday. So until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
4: Real truth alert.